Hello and welcome to the Technical Footballer Podcast, dedicated to creating better players with advice and professionals all across the country. Today we're joined by Spennymore Town's Adrian Amoke as he talks about dealing with setbacks within the game of football. So without further ado, let's hand us over to Adriano. You'd be surprised, but one thing that even Curtis would tell you as well is uh, our coach Rico used to always say you never know who's watching. Uh, and uh, he always used to say that you never know who's watching. You just never know. And at the time, I don't know, it must have been a sign or something when when he rang. And then obviously I went to meet him and he was like... Um, I know everything about you. I've been watching you since you were uh, 17. Um, you should have played for Nottingham Forest first team uh, if they if it wasn't for the likes of obviously the reserve wasn't there. Obviously they, they stopped the reserve at the time, so it was hard for young players to express themselves. If you know what I mean, so yeah. And then I signed for York City. Um, it's it's crazy because I signed my first year. I won the playoffs. I won the FA Trophy. I won the, um, it was like, um, it's a cup called like the Yorkshire, you know, like West Riding Cup. I don't know if, of course, you know what I mean? I think like the Cheshire Cups and stuff, like, but it's massive in Yorkshire, if you know what I mean. That means you're one of the biggest team in Yorkshire. I won that. Um, so it was just crazy. It was crazy. I went from, obviously, from being, from like doubting about football, until going to Wembley, winning it twice in Wembley, playing in Wembley, it's, it was crazy. Yeah, and then, yeah, then I went to few uh, after York, and after I left York, I went to Cambridge. Um, didn't really work. I, at first, I was flying out Cambridge, but I was badly advised by um, an old agent of mine because he just, you know, agents, agents just can be on your ear every time. And me being young, I didn't know. I listened to him and obviously I just went with it and um, I started off well at Cambridge first and then um, just stopped playing for some whatever reason. Manager dropped down, brought in a new manager called Richard Money. I know um, Richard. Yeah, Richard Money came in. Um, I remember speaking to him. It was like, um, you know, in my plans, you need, um, but obviously you, get your agent to um, try and find you a club or whatever. But at the time, Halifax was in Conference North at the time, but they always wanted me anyway. So then um, Halifax got in touch. Uh, when the January times, won Conference North for Halifax. And then that's when things, obviously, then obviously, then, then that's when I left, I left Halifax because the manager, I fell out with a manager because... Um, he just promised me a lot of things and he didn't stick to his word. And then that's when things... I feel, I feel like we're on team number 25 here, Mo. So we're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I think play for every team in the whole non-league circuit right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, say actually, once you were done, yeah, I know that. Me and Matt have had on a few footballers and when we've asked this question, like it's never a simple question. Um, like there's always been, yeah, I've been dropped, released, gone here. AJ said this, AJ said this, but yeah, I've I, I got to say, AJ, from our point of view, this is certainly the longest one we've had. That's uh, that's quite a career. Um, and I don't yeah. think- we're not even at the end of it yet, are we? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you... That's, that's, that's just leave it to that then. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where are you at now, Adriana? I'm at uh, Spennymore now. Spennymore yeah. uh, Town, in, um, based in Durham. Okay, cool. Going up yeah. this season? It's a tough season with everything that's happening, so... We don't know what's happening, so it's it's like up and down. But we got a yeah. chance. We probably got a chance, but it's just a few big clubs in that league now. So yeah, we'll start to see what happens. Yeah, you got teams like Foyle and stuff that you're competing with, yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it's a tough, tough, tough league to get out. Mm. Adriana, and the um the stop start with the league this season because uh, I, I presume that you've had to you've had breaks in the circuit being able to go back again and you know what I found it it's 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 just it's becoming like I'm not surprised you know what I mean like we had it first time and then a few players uh, to be honest few players even said it at the beginning that like with the start and start is it's messing up pe- people's fitness people not getting uh, motivation and then the manager's telling us to um, do certain runs and people not really getting that kind of energy to do a run because we don't know what's happening next week or whatever. But with me, I've just been, um, just been like tunnel vision, really, just been trying to like block everything out and trying to like stay with my fitness and just set my own personal goals with that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So um, I can only speak for myself. Um, I don't know about others, but for me, it's been, it's been, obviously it's, times that it's been hard but like you just got to deal with it kind of thing yeah yeah definitely Mm -hmm. definitely um so i know you mentioned a few a few clubs when you were explaining um a bit about your early on but what was the first club you say that you were released by and 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 you were like oh that has actually knocked me back a bit that 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 was a bit of a mental setback should we say uh it has to be leeds united Leeds United is because um, Leeds, because I'm from Leeds and uh, it's like a boyhood team. And I always thought like, and my old man used to always say to me like, yeah, if you um, if you work hard, you, you obviously you get your reward. And I felt like I've did everything. I've did I've did absolutely everything what the managers told me to do, and it, it was tough. It was really tough because. Um, my dad wasn't really there as much, if you know what I mean, because you go, you go to other people, like you, you go to academies, you see their parents, their support, and I'm, I didn't really have anyone there. You know what I mean, I've, I used to, I used to get like the seven seven O's, plus to go to, go to training by myself, come back late by myself, sometimes didn't have money or anything, and I'll go through, uh, like, just to pick up coins at my house just to, so I can have enough. So I've, like, I've done I've done a lot. And then for to, for them to turn around and saying that I'm not going to get a scholarship, it, it really hurt. Really, really hurt. But yeah, I'll probably have to say Leeds United. You, you talk about um, support there, Mokes. And I, I know you said you, your dad around uh, as, as much in that, in that situation. Yeah. Who would you say was a support for you at that at that moment in time? Who could you turn to in a, in that difficult I'll, situation? I'll probably say my brother. My brother's like 
my brother used to t uh, he used to say to me, my big brother Ferdy, uh, um, if I get time, if I get a chance, I'll come and watch the game, or he'll come watch the game. He'll tell me what to to improve on and stuff like that. So uh, I'll probably will say my brother. Um, I think he's he always says like you're my biggest. Like I know obviously you have like the Messi's and favorite players, but he always says you you are actually one of my favorite. I love watching you play. Like it's it's just from from obviously you being my little brother for me seeing you as this and that and uh, probably say my yeah my brother my brother's been there like I'm not saying my dad hasn't been because my dad's like he had to he had to work and stuff he had to support the family and stuff and. I didn't understand it at first because, but now, you know, as you get older, you understand things like that, if you know what I mean. And obviously, it's, it's, sometimes I used to just, sometimes I'll turn around and I'll look and um, it'll be, obviously, like I said before, people's parents there and stuff. And, and I used to turn around sometimes and I see my brother just running down, and it, which was, it's nice to see, like, oh, my brother's come to see me, so I need to, that means it's to work hard, but I'll see my brother, yeah. Just, just, just following on from that, Adriano, you're saying that your brother was your biggest fan, loved watching you play. Josh, Matt, I must say, Adriano is a, he's a fantastic player, man. He's a, he's all action. He's got the, he's got the, he's, he plays multiple positions. He's got a bit of everything. And yeah. from, well, he said this is like going off the books, even like not, uh, not as a friend, not as a teammate, mm. just from. Him, I've always said it's a bit of a travesty that Adriana has not experienced playing in the league yet, mm -hmm. and we've we come from a background where we we met each other in in Spain. Uh, we played for the same team in Spain, and we've seen a lot of success stories um, from our teammates that have that have come back and uh, mm -hmm. Sam in the Premier League, the Championship, Jordan Hugo, uh, George Thompson, who were really close in Spain playing in League 2 now and there's a, there's a lot more as well but yeah. I've always wondered how Adriano hasn't got to that, that to that so listen I was sold when like his his, his brother would prefer to watch him than Messi like I know there's <laughs> bias there but yeah. I'm sorry Adriano me, me and Matt are going to come watch you once, once it's all over yeah man we'll have to <laughs> so mate i got a question though right so you've been rejected by leeds how long did it take you to like sort of move on from that rejection and is there anything in particular that you've done to sort of compartmentalize that and like to move on and help you push forward yeah it took me um well it took me about a month i'll say yeah because obviously you're young at this point right you're what 16 yeah 16 i was oh i was I was really down and again, my brother, um, he's seen in my eyes, he's, he's seen it, he was like, you, you know what, things like this happen, I mean, you just got to bounce back from it and you got to um, roll your sleeve up and go again. At the time, I'm not going to lie, I was just like, no, I'm never going to make as a footballer. Because I think it was that uh, point of a time when I think Rooney was, just made it through as 18 and People I like, started to say, "No, oh, I gotta make it because Rooney's made it." Then, um, but then someone just told told me in the back of my mind, I was just like, "You know, you need you need to basically just like just roll your sleeves up and just go again." And then obviously that opportunity came with York's um, with um, 
Nottingham Forest and I thought I need to get prepared for this like I need to go there I need to look at myself and look at the things that uh, what I need to improve on what mistakes I made when I was at Leeds this and that and I just got that time there I just got really really prepared and then um, yeah and I managed to I was so focused that I like I was just focused on myself I thought I'm really focused about this and that and then managed to get a contract lovely and um, obviously the main topic that we've been speaking about about there is is Leeds but there's obviously been a few other clubs which have kind of followed suit you know from you know being dropped and released etc do you feel there's enough support from football clubs after you leave Um, but I know it's something that's been talked about a lot after the Man City Academy play obviously got got dropped and released and unfortunately the young lad committed suicide so um, but but, but yeah but obviously like different contexts here but what's your view on that on that situation? I think there's support now I think before there wasn't as much support I mean like you could before you could get released and you get someone always saying, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll look, we'll um, we'll support you, or we'll um, we'll get you another trial somewhere, or we'll help you out with another club." But that's never the case. I'm telling you now, like, and I think that's where young players, like some young players, they turn around and say, "You know what? Football's not for me." Like you could, um, but with the what you just said, like obviously with the young lad who passed away, I think. Footballers now get a lot of support, even like even in a non-league now as well. That I mean, and um, but before I'll probably say before, I don't think he was getting as much support as before. It, it's growing, isn't it, Moats? Like obviously now I know when you because when you become an academy player, you become yeah. part of the PFA for like a lifetime, basically. Yeah. Um, and now you've got you've got PFA helplines. There's a lot of if you go on the website. There's a lot of support. Um, they're, they're trying to do a lot more. I know like like Liam McKenzie. Um, yeah. Ex footballer I played with him at Coventry. He's doing a lot uh, mental health awareness, setting up yeah. workshops like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think even think like football agents and agencies. Agency, like they're putting yeah. things in place because it's a massive it's a massive talk. It's massive, yeah. It's it's really massive. I think it's uh, like I even me. I talk to young players now. Like I, if I, I said like especially when I was at York, I've seen so many potential. And like I'll finish training and stuff, and I'll just watch the young players because obviously you got to think like when when I was young, um, another pro that I used to like. You know, you always get one or two pros that I look back and. Look at young players, and I mean, just to see how they are and stuff. And that's what I was doing at York, and and I think that's why I was getting. I got a lot of res- got a lot of respect from people at York, the young players anyway. And I have young players come come into me and saying, um, "What shall I do? Give you advice or whatever." And I, I, for me, it's a young player to come to me and then I give him advice. It makes me feel good. I mean, because I want to try to help him out, if you know what I mean, in any kind of way. So yeah, I think now is now there's support, but like before, I don't think it won't that many support. I'll say, in my opinion. 
and follow, following on from that, Moke, so you're in a situation where you're a young lad, football is all you know, the only thing you've ever wanted to do. Was there at any point where you got released from when you was at um, Leeds or Forest or that you thought about anything else apart from football? Did you think about going into a career? Where, where was your head at around that stage? That is good. My, my head was... Um... When I got released from, especially when I got released from Leeds, I used to like, I don't know, something always back of my head just tells me every time, like, um, I just said, oh, I don't want to play football anymore. But my brother, again, my brother's always there, like, on my case, because he must see something like that, maybe myself, I didn't see myself, you know what I mean? And I used to, I, I remember sitting next to him, and as he said, I'd have him done with football, crying my eyes out. I said, I've cabled everything and this is what I get is you have players that turn up that don't train well. You have players that turn up late. I don't train well. I'm on time. I go in the indoors and practice and this and that. I wait for the last bus to go back home and then to get ready to go school or whatever and then just excited to come back and then I get released. I'm done. And then my brothers is, I remember my brothers is looking at me goes, all right, okay. Well, let me ask you a question. And um, you've been playing football since you were six. Um, football's all you know. You watched your dad play football. Um, what are you going to do then? Have you got anything planned? And that's when he hit me. Like, I don't, I, all I know is just football. That I means I was, I was just like, right, I need to, I need to look back where me personally, my football game, where I can improve my football game and to, to make sure the next move I go to, this don't happen again, if you know what I mean. So I think football's always been um, just part of me. But like, as I'm getting old now, I'm thinking of other stuff as well. Like um, I've started to plan more about maybe help, help the young players. Like, I spoke to York already because like I said, I've been into York for, for years now. There was just that, would you, when you finish, uh, would you like come in and then, like obviously because I've seen you're good with youngsters and stuff and something like that I like to do and um been doing my scouting co- um, scout courses as well so I'm looking to get into that as well so yeah 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 no that um no that was a really, really nice story actually that kind of reminds you of that old old quote where like a man realizes he has two lives his 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 normal life and then all of a sudden, his his second life, where he realizes he only has one. Life. Just, yeah. You know, he has to get it all, all done and complete. Oh, done, yeah, mm. Mm, definitely, definitely. So, just just moving on to the next question, Bajiano. Off off the pitch, how important was it for you to make connections with the right people in order to try and help you out to get to the next club, maybe? So, like, it might be the case of you might have been released, or you might have been dropped, or you're maybe thinking about going elsewhere, how important was it for you to have like connections through old players or old coaches on you? Or, or maybe that, that wasn't the case at all for you? I don't think that was the case, to be honest. It, it was just the case of, um, I've, like, I've been released. Like, um, it's just the case of where do I go next? Who do I contact? I mean, because trust me, in this world, you... There's a lot of jealousy in people, and a lot of people want you to do well, but not as better, better than them, if you know what I mean. Like, I've asked players before, 
like, oh, can you help me out? Like, with obviously, there's players that that at that age, like, um, that had like sponsorship agents that have like big deals. Know what I mean? Like, players that I played with, and then I ask them, and Dobby's just like, yeah, yeah, I asked, but they don't do anything. Know what I mean? So it's the uh, it was just one of them ones where my my agent at the time, to be honest, uh, called Cess Pot, who used to play from Bradford City. And um, he went a bit quiet with me when I got released. He went really quiet then. And um, and I just, obviously, I remember just like texting him and said, listen, like, can you just get me a trial somewhere and I'll go from there? And then uh, he texted me and said, um, yeah, I'll, I'll sort something out. Don't worry, just keep fit, this and that. As soon as he texted me back saying, um, Nottingham Forest, we need to go in. As soon as I seen that text, I was just like, okay, when and how long for I'll get ready? And then my mind was set then and then, like, what I need to work on, my fitness needs to be up. I need to go there and be better than what they got um, and stuff like that. And then that was just, like you just said, as well, just like some people, like, uh, like I just said, I'll ask one of my friends or someone, can you help me out? Some people don't want you to 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 do well or to do better than them. If you know, they don't want you to do well, but not better than them. And you see people's true colours at sometimes. That means so. Yeah, that. But luckily enough, my my old agent started me out with that move. That's lovely. That. And then, obviously, um, just just moving on from different clubs. Um, how would you say that affected your development as a player? Obviously, it's a double-edged sword. Like some, some may say that, oh, a move from X, Y, Z helped me to, you know, um, learn different things and learn different leagues and have different yeah. coaches and they bring up different coaching points to me. Or do you think it might have been the case of if I was to stay at one club a little bit more longer and get used to the players that I was playing with, get a bit of chemistry here or there and kind of develop myself in like one one spot I could have been better like do you think moving around has helped you more or would you say maybe staying staying in one one particular place would have would be more beneficial if I'm being honest uh, my football development got better when when um, I was at Nyingham Forest and I got a call up for Portugal under 18s, 19. And um, obviously it's different level, level of football. Like English football compared to like a broad football is way different. That's And that's what I never used to get it. But when I actually got called up and I went there, the football was just completely different. So I had to adapt to that, if you know what I mean. And um and then when I came back to Nottingham and I was trying to use that kind of football to the English football, and then I had to like switch it, uh, switch it back. Like you know what, I'm I'm back for playing for Forest now. I need to play this. But, and, and 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 sorry, Bajona, just to touch upon that, what did that sort of football look like? Can you give us any details about how well, I, I was doing this abroad, and then I I had to stop doing that here. Yeah, because um, at Forest, it's different because Forest was like, you know, like, so we'll do a, a passing drill and it's everything, tempo is intense, like fast, 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 
tempo, like yeah, that two touch or whatever, and um, you have to do things quick. But then when you go international, it was all it was like the tempo was just like it's like a like nice little flow, if you know what I mean. Like it was so the weirdest thing because I remember going there and I was just like yeah 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 yeah, and then the um, coach we used to call Mister. It was just like, no, no, Adriano, Adriano, come here, come here. It was just like, I know English football is this, that, that. But here, it's all about the technique. I mean, just mm. calm, just calm. Tranquilo. Started, yeah, tranquilo. Tranquilo. <laughs> jogo, jogo, play, play, play. And I was just like, mm. okay. And then I had to adapt to it. Like, bear in mind, Josh, I was playing with, like, I was the only Nottingham Forest player there. It was a lad from Real Madrid, Sporting Lisbon, Benfica. There was a lad from uh, Arsenal called Rio Fonte. And I remember speaking to him about it. And it was just like, my friend, this is Portugal. This is international. This is not English. But I know what you're saying. And I was just like, yeah, the tempo's really, you know what I mean? And he was like, yeah, it's proper. It's calm. Obviously, English football is like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like here, it's calm. And then that's the difference just like, and when I came back from Forest, <laughs> I remember a session, like, I must have the ball for, for a long time. Like, I was just dribbling, dribbling, and next thing, I got swiped. <laughs> <laughs> and I, in the back of my head, I was like, all right, I'm back in English football now. I need to adapt to that. I need to adapt to that English football again. I need to switch it now. So, yeah, it was um, it was good, though, but it's good to learn from it. I mean, even... Curtis will tell you as well, like when you went, when we play like the the Spanish team, when we used to play the Spanish team, it's just different. Like the technique, their technique is unreal. Unreal. Like it's, it's mad. And would you say that was maybe down to how, how slowly they done things? Like, is it something you can pinpoint and say, yeah, I can kind of see where and I get there technical ability from because maybe they slow down their sessions a little bit do you think that kind of helps? yeah I think it's more like the I don't know but it's hard because football in English in English football some got vision and in like say the Spanish football they got their vision is just ridiculous if you know what I mean they'll see a pass like saying I'll see a pass or something and I'll do it and people are like where did you see that from I mean where in English football, you see that pass, but you don't want to do it because it's risky or whatever. You know what I mean, and that's the pinpoint, if you know what I mean. Where mm-hmm. in abroad football, you, they'll just they'll just do it. Like Glenn Oddo used to be the best at it. He'll just do something, and we'll be like, it's like curse. Have you seen that? And I was like, yeah. And he'll be like, oh, really? It's mad. Like, where did you see that from? So that's the two difference. I'll, in my opinion, would say. Mm-hmm. I think my. Well, go, following on from that, I think when you when you're playing the younger age groups, you you go to academies. You do spend a lot of time in even in England. You spend yeah. a lot of the technical attributes, but yeah. when when you get older and it starts to get a bit more competitive, there's there's your your job, your careers on the line. You got yeah. a livelihood. Your tra- your training sessions are all revolved around winning, and. Yeah. Wow. It, uh, the difference between the UK and playing abroad is that the 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 foreign coaches still focus, even though you're a man that you've played multiple games in the league. They still focus yeah. on the technical 
aspects and breaking it down from a better football. So, exactly. you know, mm. I think from the Glenn Huddle point of view, we spent hours and hours a, a per hours. day. We did, we did keep ups. We, did, we, had to, we used to have to do like these challenges first thing in the morning. 30 yeah, degrees. remember that. We had to do like what, like 25, 50 keep ups with our wrong foot. Yeah. And that would be something that, and then we had to go from that into to keep headers and two yeah. touch players. We, what was the game, Mokes, when the on the tennis court? On the tennis court, we used to do that. I know what game I'll have, but I forgot it. But even things like that, though, Curtis, like you think, oh, why are we doing this again? But then afterwards, you think you, you might just be like keep up or whatever, and then you look easy, and I'm like, oh, and people were like, oh, that looks easy. Yeah. And for just from all that session we used to do, like. Mm-hmm. Before I never used to really like you know like when Rick like Rico used to be on me every time about keeping keep ups or whatever you know just do it just do it for time just don't think yeah. think about anything and I'll just be like all right you know what I mean but now when I'm spending more and I'm doing kick ups for time and I'm seeing yeah. other players struggling to do it yeah I'm thinking you know what I can't be looking like from all mm. that so it's different like that it's all it's all about standards I feel like yeah standards yeah. yeah. For you to be one to be the best in yourself as well, you got to keep those exactly. high standards. I think certain coaches will yeah. try out of you more than more than others at the end of the day. But it's about it's down to the individual as well. You've got to be willing to to put that work and time into. That's, to that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like a strong but adjustment to you know, do we win or are we caring about the development of? Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, no, no. There's a cool stories that you guys were sharing there. Like it was almost like think about Mr. Miyagi from Karate. <laughs> wax on, wax off, and it wax on, wax off. Like why, why am I doing this on exactly a day to day basis? But <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm all out of questions. <laughs> um, was there any more that you guys want to speak about? Any more you want to say? I think I want to ask Adriana again. I've grew up more of a brotherhood with Adriana. Yeah, he's more than a friend. We've been on we've been on holidays together, and uh, uh, as much as we don't see each other um, that regularly, we are still in contact. But yeah, but I ask you, um, how are you as a man? How are you now? How um, you got a family now? You've got a you've got a daughter. Yeah. How are you? I know the ups and downs. Football, where's your head now and how are you? My head now, because I'll say I'm just I'm happy I'm 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 just I'm healthy, I'm I'm happy, I can see my daughter grow, you know what I mean? And um do, do you know the thing is as well, like when when I first had my daughter, all my basically all my problems just just like obviously I just just put that up, like avoid it, if you know what I mean. Like when I think about it. I've been through a lot, you know what I mean, as you know, as you've probably seen as well. Um, but I'm I'm good and I'm, you just learn every day, you know what I mean? You're learning every day about life itself, you know what I mean, with all the circumstances that's happening now, so you know what I mean? And um, you mature a bit as well, like you, things open your eyes, like from, just from like friends and stuff, like, I mean, certain things like even football, like we're talking about. But, but I'm good though. Like, yeah. see, I'm I'm good. Like, I just want to 
like the conversation that we're having now is I just like sharing my story out as well and I'm hopefully that helps someone else as well to come and speak speak up or whatever because as everyone knows that I've suffered with that I mean with mental depression and stuff but um but apart from that I've just been just uh, my vision my my goal anyway is just being tunnel vision like nothing can distract me and then just focus on what I can focus on I think you you hear it from the, the the top level footballers now that you know they've, they've been in the Premier League for however yeah. many you see the pandemic situation at the moment and even there the most important thing is yeah. taking care of their families and just making sure you know the self-care and everybody's safe so yeah. sometimes football football does as much as football is life it's our life yeah. from all four of us from all different aspects exactly, I mean yeah. mm-hmm. 